Okay, well, welcome everybody. This is episode 10 of Nath's Pod. It's the Big Ten. Uh, so it's really exciting. We finally got to where I wanted to get to. My aim was to definitely get 10 done. And here we are. And what a way to start the new year as well. Starting the new year off with an absolute victory in my eyes. Uh, so that's absolutely fantastic. And thank you so much if you've been listening to these for 10 episodes. That's absolutely brilliant. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun doing this. And hopefully there will be many more. Um, I've been really enjoying it and loving it. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed it and had fun coming on the journey with me so far. Um, so yeah, just thank you so much. And I hope you've had a good New Year. As it's New Year's Day, New Year's Day pod. We've had a Christmas Day pod and now it's New Year's Day. So that's really cool. It's been really busy for us. We've been all over the place visiting family and doing all that fun stuff. Really, uh, really excellent just seeing everyone and catching up. And the kids have loved it. They've been so excited about presents and stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's great. It's so much fun. So, uh, in fact, I am recording right now from a hill in Cheddar. Um, I'm currently overlooking Cheddar as we speak, although it's a little bit misty. Um, but you can see the lights down below us. You can probably hear a bit of the wind. And uh, the reservoir I'm looking at is just over to the right of me. Uh, and it's fantastic. It, it's certainly the most scenic place I've recorded anything so far. So um, it's a lot of fun. Anyway, today, episode 10, uh, I thought I would talk a bit about Abraham. Now, I mentioned Abraham uh, in the first ever episode of this, which is a kind of rambly, waffly intro to a bit who I am, why I'm doing this, and I mentioned about Abraham in that, I believe, uh, about how when God calls him out uh, in Genesis 12. And so what I thought I would do today is just give you some thoughts on on Abraham and those first three verses of Genesis 12. Uh, so, so verses 1 to 3 in Genesis 12 say this, the Lord said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now the first thing to note about this is, uh, imagine you're Abraham. Um, actually, there's a bit of a spoiler, you see, because if, if you're Abraham, then this kind of new God begins to speak to you, because Abraham isn't just, you know, waiting around for... Um, Yahweh or Jesus or Father or whatever you, you call him. Uh, he's already uh, serving other gods and things and so suddenly it's it's less that he knows, it's, he doesn't really know it's the Lord at this point as this translation says but all that happens is he hears a voice that says to him, go. Um, so that's the first thing to put in there. There's a bit of a spoiler in the Bible there. Because if you're Abraham in this situation, you just hear this voice say something to you. Which is incredible that he then goes and, you know, and famously it says, and Abraham went. Um, which is incredible. But 
So that's the first one he hears a voice, and at that point he doesn't actually know it's the Lord. Um, so let's look at verse 1, and particularly the, um, the Lord said to Abraham, the leave your native country. Now in Abraham's time, you, you didn't just uh, leave everything you, you knew and go to a new place, um, because that's just not a safe thing to do. It's not safe to go traveling around the desert or the wilderness on your own. Uh, that time is very tribal. And obviously tribes are trying to fight other tri tribes to get possession of lands, to get to enslave them so that they would become uh, their slaves and their masters and things. They could become their masters. And so uh, uh, there was quite a lot of violence around at the time. So someone leaving on their own wouldn't be a good idea because they'd be very vulnerable to, be, to being taken captive. It was, it was that whole thing of you know, safety in numbers. I suppose a lot like today, really. Safety in numbers. Um, I know these people. I know what we do. Uh, we don't. We don't just wander off and go away on our own. So, so for him to hear a voice that says, "Leave your native country," is a huge thing. Um, and it, and the Israelites discovered about you know it's not fun wandering around the desert or wandering around the wilderness for however long. And they're and they're their example it was 40 years but um because it doesn't say that um it doesn't say in in verses one two or three that he he knows where he's going uh, he just says uh leave your country your relatives your father's family and go to the land that i will show you well he doesn't give him any kind of coordinates he doesn't give him a postcode he you know he doesn't have a map and a sat nav he just has the stars and it's like you'll know when you get there but the first step in this is you have to step and go which is a huge thing going and not knowing what what you're going to is so tough right that's just mind-blowing and particularly at this time as we'll find out in a in a couple of minutes that is just you just don't do that that's that's not the done thing that's not what we do but Abraham hears this leave your native country and he and Abraham went. And that's incredible. Okay, so particularly in this culture and time, you do not just leave your native country because it's safety in numbers. And if you leave, you're liable to be picked off and made a slave and captured and all that stuff, which is not good. So number one, it's amazing that he just left his native country and went somewhere where it says, go to the land that I will show you. Went without any destination but he chose to go for it. So that's number one, leave your native country. Number two, it says leave your native country, but also leave your relatives and your father's family. This is amazing. And we need to talk about time. Now, we, in the modern world, think of time as a uh, a linear uh, thing that it always progresses on. We talk about timelines, so something starts in, uh, you know, so Jesus was crucified in 3 AD or whatever it was, and now we've kind of moved along, and and now we're up here at 2020, right? We're in 2020, and that's 2,000 
years have gone by and we see that we draw it as a line and there are various events and big things that happen in history and that's how we mark it off okay we go from point a to point b um it's it's a progression of some something okay so you progress along a timeline your life you would probably lay out your life as this you know this this line that, that thread that goes through and you do all sorts of different things you work here you do that you experience this you love those people these are your friends at this point and then you have different friends at the next point and and that's how we see time but in abram's time it was seen as a circular thing so in other words uh, you'd be born and you'd be set on a path um, and you would not be able to get off the path and in fact it was often thought that you would be you would essentially do what your parents did and so you would you would you know do your schooling or any kind of education which it probably wasn't a huge amount over that time but you would do some kind of education and then you would move into what your parents did and then you would live that life and then you would come to the end and that would be it um the you know the the general thought was that you couldn't get out or break away from this um because it was destiny that you would you would do this this was your life and time it, you know uh, uh, change couldn't happen this was your fate your destiny is to go through this to do what your parents did uh, and to then come to the end and that would be your life and that was the kind of thing set out for you i suppose it's a little bit like um, the monarchy or the royal family in, in the UK here um, it's kind of set out for wills for William like this is you are going to be king you're next in line so you are you are born into you're the next king and that's going to be it and it's like you can't really deviate from that or it wouldn't be it certainly wouldn't be good form to deviate from that so doing something different that is, you know, that's not going to be encouraged in Abraham's culture, in Abraham's time. Don't rock the boat. Just get your head down and do what has always been done. Um, don't try and break out of what has always happened. Okay, don't try anything new. Just come on. Just get your head down and do what you've got to do. Um, but the problem with this is there's this slight meaninglessness to life right because oh well my destiny is already ahead of me and i just do what they've already done and i don't deviate from the pattern because the pattern is safe the pattern doesn't risk the pattern means that everybody can feel fine and everybody knows what's happening and so the culture of that time would have tried to keep him where he was okay keep going around in the circle keep just doing the thing you're meant to do keep believe you know almost like believing in circles believing that you know then your son or daughter is going to do the same thing you did and then and theirs and your grandchild and your great great grandchild is going to do that going to do exactly the same so when the voice comes and says leave your native country and your relatives and your father's family this is a this is huge this is absolutely massive because Abraham, like we said, doesn't know where he's going or Abraham, should I say, doesn't know where he's going. He's leaving everything and everyone uh, because he believes he is one who has kind of stepped out of the circle and decided to, to go and take a step and go, no, because I think there might be something in this. Leaving what I know 
deciding to step and risk and try something new. And so he completely goes against the culture that he's living in. And he has to leave everything he believes and believe in the new thing that's happening by leaving the thing that everyone else believes. That is so hard. And I can't imagine what people thought of him as he steps out and tries to do this because that's just not the done thing. You don't just leave your family and your relatives. You, you stay with them and do what has always been done. But no, he, he says, no, I hear this and I believe that something new could happen. And so this is like a whole new introduction for ancient people reading and hearing these stories. And this would have been absolutely mind-blowing that somebody would step out of what, or it, what has always been and go, actually, no, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to change right my life isn't just meaningless my life is something uh, that can be incredible my life is something that can mean something in this world i'm not just a part of the machine i'm an individual who can make a change that is my, that that just wouldn't register with people and they would be amazed when they heard this so it's an absolutely massive deal these three verses in this beginning of genesis 12 right close to the beginning of the bible they're just they're just amazing that someone would actually do this. And it's very hard for us in the modern world to understand that. But if I can get you into some kind of realisation of what actually happened here with this story, that would be great because it's absolutely mind-blowing that something new could happen and start and um, someone would step out of the circle and go, no, I'm going to go a different way to the way everybody else has gone. It's amazing. So we've had Leave Your Native Country... We've had leave your relatives and your father's family. And the final one is looking at verses 2 and 3, which say this. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. This is a God who says he is going to bless someone. Now, in the culture at the time, again, um, the, the general belief for people was that the gods are angry, okay? The gods are up there doing their cosmic war and battles, and it's normally the stories about gods are quite bloody and violent, and um, in fact, very much like soap operas, uh, if you can imagine that on a cosmic scale. Uh, and so they're angry with us and, and our job as human beings and people on this earth is to, say, is to just keep them happy. Not keep them happy, to stop them being angry at us, right? To just kind of do whatever they say so that they're not angry at us and they don't want to destroy us. So, so I, assume, I assume the gods can go and do their war thing or whatever they're going to do it at that time. And so the only contact you want with the gods is to keep them from killing you or um, uh, causing disease, sickness, famine, whatever it is, right? Um, and in fact, one of the reasons ancient cultures would sacrifice animals to gods was because they believed that the gods were hungry and in order, or, or you know, hangry probably, uh, judging by the way they thought of gods, 
and the way to stop the girl being angry at you was to kind of like feed them. Okay, so you were, you were you would burn an animal on on the altar, and uh, it would be a pleasing aroma, like the gods really like barbecue or something. And so they would um, they would try and and stop the gods causing famine, disease, whatever, uh, by doing that. And in fact, even today, we have those same things, right? We have those uh, those uh, clauses in insurance policies which talk about acts of God. And it's about, you know, floods and hurricanes and all of these natural disasters. And we still call them acts of God. There's still some of this in us, deep in us, that oh, somehow the gods are bad and we have to keep them happy. But when you read this in verses 2 and 3 of Genesis 12... This is a this is a this is a god, or a voice as Abraham would have heard it, a voice promising to bless Abraham, and it's not just a little bit, right? It's making him a great nation, um, and blessing those who bless you, and cursing those who curse you, and you will be a blessing to others, and all the families on earth will be blessed through you. And so it's not just this this small blessing; it's this kind of like radical like. I'm going to use you and I'm going to change the entire planet. And the thought that an individual, at that time, the thought that an individual would be able to change an entire tribe, uh, let alone world or planet, would just be mind-blowing as they heard this. But it's not just that he's blessing him, he's blessing him, but this God is also on his side and he's given him the power to bless others or curse others. So now it's not just the gods that have all the power. This god says, oh no, you have power as well. And not only that, I'm going to part you, partner with you in these things. It's incredible that a god would say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to partner with you. And we're going to do this together. And I'm going to back you up when you bless someone. That's amazing. And in fact, that all the families of the earth will be blessed. So it's it's taking this thing, it's it's not just the individual that Abraham, uh, that God is using, but he's going to use him to bless everybody else. So it's not just that all the blessing is for Abraham, but it's for Abraham in order to give away to everybody else, to kind of be a part of that, that partnership with God and that blessing that happens from God. He's going to become a part of that, and everybody's going to be blessed through that. Imagine reading that and hearing that for the first time, absolutely blowing people's minds with this story of a man who is, who, who this, this God says, yeah, this man I'm going to use, and he's going to partner with me, and I'm going to partner with him, and we're going to bless together. That's incredible. So we've had leave your native country, leave your relatives and your father's family. The fact that a God... And this God will bless you and not just be angry, angry with you. And I want to leave you with these thoughts. Um, so uh, recently I've been thinking a bit about culture and just, um, I don't know why, it's just been cropping up in my mind. And one of the definitions of culture is the ideas, customs and social behaviour of a particular people or society. Um... So it's it's what we live in. It's kind of this bit of it's almost a bit like an invisible force that's happening around us. That you know, that 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 um, uh, what's the word? That 
cajoles us, that invites us, that moves us into acting and speaking certain ways. Um, and a lot of those are really good things. And there's no problems, but it's the ideas, customs and social behaviour of, of a particular people or society. In Middle English, it, it denotes a cultivated piece of land. A noun from French culture, or directly from Latin cultura, which is growing in cultivation, um, to tend to cultivate, cultivation of the soil. And then only later on in Middle English, in the 16th century, it becomes cultivation of the mind, of the faculties, of manners and things. So culture um, is not something that has just popped up out of nowhere. Culture is something, if you look at the words, culture is something that is cultivated and that has been developed and that people have decided on. Okay? Um, and... And now we kind of live in this thing, and often we think about how oh, it's too, these things are too big to change because oh, it's just part of our culture. You know, you hear that kind of excuse, oh, don't worry about that. That's just part of our culture. When actually, that's actually being developed and cultivated um, through experience and uh, belief uh, and all these things. And it's not just popped up people have put this in place and the question is whether it's a good thing or a bad thing there's been now there's a lot of good things that have been put in place obviously but also there are a lot of bad things that have been put in place and the question is what do i want the world i live in to look like even what do i want my life to look like okay and part of starting or changing a culture is leaving some of the aspects of the old one, okay? And that's what Abraham did in this story. He knew in order for something new to happen, he had to, he had to, he had, in his case, he had to literally leave the place he was and his family and all those things and go to a new place. Now, I'm not saying we literally have to leave where you live, but we may have to begin to... Um, expose ourselves um, in what we in how we think in what we read in what we do and listen to and what we watch to something different than we have before if we want to see a change if you want something new to happen we have to do something new and it's really difficult often to start this to start the change because it feels odd the start of something often feels a bit weird because it's something we haven't done before normally we do it this way but in order to start something new we have to go through that weird period of kind of like this feels forced this feels a bit odd and I don't really get it and it doesn't really flow at the moment but we have to go through that if we want something new if you want the culture let's just talk about ourselves if you want the culture of ourselves to change if the way we want our thoughts and our beliefs to change then we have to start doing something new and we have to take a risk and the hardest part is leaving the old thing okay well I always believed this and I always read this and I watched this and and now deciding you know what I'm going to change I'm not just going to do that and maybe I'm not going to uh, listen to the same things Maybe I'm going to begin to read something different. Maybe I'm going to try and have a different experience in some way. Maybe I'm going to go and meet some new people. I don't know what that is. 
but we have to kind of leave the old in order to step into the new. That's what Abraham had to do. And so I want to leave you with one question today. What do you want your life to look like? What things do you want to cultivate in your life? Right? And maybe you don't know. It's probably easier to move to something if you do know. But maybe you don't. That's fine. Abraham didn't know where he was going. He just heard a voice that said, leave, go to the place. And when you find the place, you'll realize where you're meant to be. If you know where you want to go, then that's great. Go for it. But if you don't, I, I say this. Why don't we take a step and begin to try something and experiment? Because that's the way we're going to step into the new thing. And we may not know if it's going to work. I didn't know if this whole podcast, this new podcast thing... I think this is why I've been talking about a lot of the new stuff recently. Uh, in kind of all ten episodes, it feels like I've touched on this, on, on risking something and going into something new. It's because I myself needed to do something new. And I want to encourage you to come and take a, along on a journey with me. And it's, again, this is not a big thing that I'm doing, or at least it, doesn't, it feels quite big to me, but to others... It's probably nothing. But I didn't quite know what this was going to look like. I knew that I was a Christian, that I was alive, that I had a family, um, and that I, I read the Bible. So I thought, well, we can do some of all of that, and we'll just see what happens. And, you know, we're ten episodes in, and that's great. So I knew I needed something new to happen. And so I just stepped out. And I'm saying this, would you step out? If you want something new, would you step out? And what do you want your life to look like? Well, I, I hope you've enjoyed it. This episode, thanks for coming with me. It's episode 10, which is amazing. I can't believe we're here. At the end of episode 10. Um, and remember this. I love you all, and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.